So, where are the Com fans at now? Hello, welcome to the TMR podcast. This is my spoiler review of Godzilla vs. Kong. So please, if you haven't seen the movie, do not go beyond this point. But if you have, please feel free to discuss, discuss it with me in the comments below. Or if you just don't care, this is the place to be. So let's get down to the positive spoiler style. First off, as I said, in my non-spoiler review, I really, really did enjoy Kong's dynamic with the kid. I think that was one of the best aspects about the film. I feel that it gave this film a real human touch and a real human emotion. It's basically the core of the film and I feel that the fact that they made the kid the sole survivor of her tribe being annihilated by a storm and Kong uh, taking care of her was the perfect touch because he himself is somewhat isolated from his family too. So they do both have something in common, which I found really touching and really good. I can't believe I'm saying this, but a relationship between a giant gorilla and a little kid is actually one of the only reasons why I really, really, really enjoyed watching this movie. Many YouTube videos prior to the release of Godzilla vs Kong about the Hollow Earth and then the YouTube theorists for once proved right. The Hollow Earth is indeed in this film and I thought the visual effects for that were fantastic. The zero gravity scenes or the scenes where they were dropping into the Hollow Earth I found very very impressive CGI wise. Also Kong's journey to his axe is also pretty entertaining and good to see. A bit unbelievable, a bit on the, on the wild side for me. Another thing that this movie has done really well is the spacing out between all the fights. There are in total three fights in this film. The first fight comes in the Battle of the Sea, the second one comes in Hong Kong, and the third one also is set in Hong Kong. I felt that all three fights were handled brilliantly. I loved how they gave the first win to Godzilla and the second one to Kong, so that the third round would be really unpredictable for audiences. It's also good to mention that quite a lot of the fights were done really well. I did enjoy the cinematography of the fights, the choreography as well, and literally almost everything about just the hand-to-hand -hand combat of these two just going at it. Godzilla trying to use his atomic breath, or Kong trying to use his brute force to stop Godzilla from using it or using his axe, I thought was done really well, and I really enjoyed that. Another thing that I felt that was really important was definitely a final fight. And I'm not trying to be biased when I say there was a clear winner in this one and it was the right decision to have Godzilla go over Kong in this one. Come on, let's be realistic. Godzilla is literally a nuclear weapon moving around and about. He can breathe underwater. He can summon atomic breath at any time. He has brute force and he has the brains. With Kong, it's much more simple than that. He is a good-hearted giant ape with extreme power, but that's pretty much it. So regardless, I feel that having Godzilla go over Kong was the correct decision, both for the movie and for the future of the MonsterVerse. And I feel that it does give Warner Brothers with quite a lot of room to work with in future sequels as well. If they want to team up again down the line, 
and people would be totally down for that. Or if Godzilla or Kong have their own movies, they'd be okay with that too. Godzilla has many more villains to fight because his lore is so rich. Whereas with Kong, the only previous installments find him falling from the Empire State Building because he was infatuated with the blonde girl. Now, let's get into the things that I didn't like about this film in detail. First off, the villains. I feel that the villains in this film were very cartoonish, coming from such an insanely sounding movie. But for me, they were way too cheesy. Human villains, Apex, as you call them in the film, were way too cartoonish for me. And they didn't have much motivation aside from they want to be the saviors of the world, which I feel was a dumbed down version of what we usually get in the Japanese Godzilla films or even the Kong films. So, the biggest surprise that you will see in this film is Mechagodzilla. For those of you who don't know who Mechagodzilla is, he's basically one of the biggest characters in the Godzilla lore. He is one of Godzilla's arch nemesis. He's one of Godzilla's most feared villains. He gets a total amount of five minutes of screen time in this film and is defeated at the hands of a team up between Kong and Godzilla. Which is still a good thing, and I did hope to see them team up at the end, which is a great thing to see. It was really entertaining and all that stuff. But I feel that Mechagodzilla should deserve a movie of his own. He's not that easy to beat, regardless of Atomic Breath or not. Regardless of Kong's acts or not. Mechagodzilla is no pushover, but in this film, it did seem like that, which is sad to see. Another thing that I said I had a problem with in my non-spoiler review was Godzilla's side character. I feel that they could have done more with that for various reasons. As I said before, Kong's side characters were handled very well. They were given an obvious motivation, heart, soul. The kid is used as Kong's heart and soul and his, his literal conscience for 99.9% .9 of the movie, which was a great touch. But with Godzilla, it wasn't like that. Just in terms of the MonsterVerse, Godzilla has been portrayed as this hero. He's not even an anti-hero in this he is portrayed as a savior to the people. He is portrayed as Earth's greatest defender. But in this film, I feel that Godzilla's side characters could have been used to sympathize the audience more with Godzilla and why he was doing what he was doing. I understand that the film tried to say that he did what he did because he wanted to get rid of Ghidorah or get rid of the humans that were trying to defeat him. But at the end of the day, he did many things that were very uncharacteristic. First off, he had little to no disregard for human life. As you can see, the way he went into Hong Kong, he just smashed every single bridge out there, which Godzilla is never like that. Not in the MonsterVerse and not in the Japanese lore. Aside from that, he does blast a huge, huge, huge hole into the center of the earth with, once again, little disregard for human life. It's still very uncharacteristic of Godzilla to do this, and I did find that aspect a bit disappointing. If it were me, I would have explained Godzilla's motivations a bit more through his human character and truly just make him relatable, or at the very least, justify his actions. At the end of the day, if you want to continue with Godzilla movies in the future, he is going to have to answer for all these repercussions that he's caused. Another thing that I also didn't really enjoy was the whole side quest aspect. As I said, we do get quite a few rounds of Godzilla vs Kong, which is always good to see. But at the same time, it might as well be called Kong Godzilla vs Kong because it's much more of a Kong movie 
than it is a Godzilla movie. If we did get some point of view from Godzilla, I'm pretty sure this movie would have been far better than it actually was. The decision to make Kong the protagonist is a good idea as he is the underdog. But for me and alongside many other Godzilla fans, we should have gotten equal screen time for both monsters. Now, regarding the future of the MonsterVerse, as I said, Godzilla has a lot more to do and a lot more to explore. So I won't be surprised if we see three or four or five more movies featuring him. But as for Kong, I'm curious to see where we go from here. Because he's never been taken out of Skull Island before. And even if he has, he ends up in New York. I don't think they're going to go that route. Which is a good thing because no one wants to see Kong die. At the end of the day, if there is a movie about him exploring the hollow earth or trying to find his family, then I'm totally be down for that. As I said, if you are going to watch this movie, please bear in mind that you're not going to get an Oscar-worthy contender. You're not going to get The Godfather. You're not going to get Scarface. You're not going to get Citizen Kane. You're going to get a giant lizard facing a giant monkey. And that's literally pretty much it. Another thing that I did find quite weird about the film is the technology jump. This is mentioned in quite a few reviews already. The events of this film is set five years after Kong vs. Godzilla. Within the space of that time, we have managed to create a tunnel that travels at almost near light speed all the way from Florida to Hong Kong. We also get a few spaceships, or heaves per se, that do penetrate the hollow earth far too easily. The MonsterVerse has taken quite a realistic approach up until now, but in this film you get all these crazy ideas that you can harness nuclear energy from the hollow earth to create Mechagodzilla, you can harness the brain of Ghidorah, you can pilot control Mechagodzilla through kaiju DNA, which for me is leaning more towards the Pacific Rim side of things more so than the Kong vs. Godzilla side of things. I do feel that if the film had a more grounded approach, I would have liked this film a lot more than I did. At the end of the day, my rating of 6.5 still does stand, but by all means, if you are fans of either Godzilla or Kong or of both, do check the movie out. It's one of the only blockbusters that we've gotten this year or in the past year. With that being said, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to my channel. Push the notification bell. And if you're listening on Spotify, please give me a follow there too. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and see you guys very soon.